Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone, where all things pleasure-related are spoken about, and all things that sometimes agitate people even though for some people it may be pleasurable, for other people it may not be. So pleasure is kind of a point of view, right? So some things that I enjoy you might not enjoy, and guess what? It's all cool because it's all just an interesting point of view. So for those of you who are brand new to this show, you might be offended by me. Congratulations, you're not the first. You might be listening to the show and think, you're fantastic. Thank you. Congratulations. You also are not the first. How does it get any better than that? So for those of you um, who don't know me at all uh, and are wondering, uh, who is this lady and why is she talking out of her nostrils right now? Um, well, one of the reasons I'm talking out of my nostrils is because I have this fabulous show, The Pleasure Zone, and on it, I get to discuss bodies, which bodies and pleasure and sensuality and sexuality and all things body and pleasure related and for me that is one of my greatest joys on this planet is that I get to work with bodies so even having you guys on the radio show you know talk in sexy talk um, that's in a way I still get to work with bodies because sometimes these shows will actually have um create awareness and that awareness can shift stuff in your body too so the beauty of even talking sometimes can create change for bodies how cool is that right so um, a lot of the work that I actually offer is body work that involves movement um, so that your body can have more ease with not just physical stuff but emotional stuff as well so the body work I do is a type of somatic body work called the mitzvah technique uh, which for me is super fun. It's like doing yoga to people's bodies for me. Um, for me, actually, it's more than that, but that's how people describe what they feel. And I also do a lot of different energy work. And one of the things that I play with is uh, Access Consciousness, the bars. And they are super fun. And actually, just this past weekend, I facilitated a bars class and I thoroughly enjoy and love them. And actually, I think I just uh, found out this afternoon I'll be facilitating another one this weekend. How does it get any better than that? Woohoo! So, we shall see. And um, so, bodies and bodies and more bodies. And one of the things that I am aware of with bodies is bodies like to be admired. I don't know about your body, but my body sure likes to be admired. So, on the weekend... Me and a bunch of my girls went out dancing, and um, it was a very funny environment, actually. It was a Spanish dancing club in Toronto. Um, I'm not giving them free advertising, so I won't name it. 
But um, we were out there, and it was kind of like grade seven dance in a way. There were like guys at the bar and girls on the other side, and couples in the middle who you knew were couples, just like grade school. There was always the couples who you knew were like together, but you know it was very funny and uh and there was a lot of body judgment going on flying in the air energetically and uh at one point actually it was really funny cuz i came home and um last night and my uh my husband lover asked me he's like did anybody grope you and i was like no he's like really and i was like i know what's going on with the world like I would think that I could walk into a Spanish club and have somebody goose me, like grab my butt or anything. No, no, I didn't get goosed once. Um, and and he was kind of like, I don't know what's going on with the planet. I'm like, neither do I. We were both rather kind of insulted, actually. So, yeah, I don't know. I know that other people get insulted by being groped. I, I'm kind of insulted when I'm not touched. So... Yeah, it's all an interesting point of view, which kind of made me think about sexual harassment and how many things we get in trouble for. Um, They could just be so fun and they could be so playful, but we make them so freaking serious that, you know, people lose their jobs over being fun or playful. I get that there can come to a point where, yes, there really is harassment, Um and what is the difference, right? So what's the difference between somebody giving a little whistle like, I'm a terrible whistler, so I wouldn't be the one whistling, um, my interesting awareness, not point of view. Um, but that's not one of my greatest skills. And so if if uh, somebody has a little playful whistle, would would that offend you? Or would you receive it, you know? So consciousness, uh, with access consciousness, consciousness includes everything without a point of view. So would you be even willing to receive whistles uh, without a point of view? Now, if you didn't have a point of view about the whistles coming at you, would you have the conclusion that it's sexual harassment? Would you start suing people and then they have to react to you and then it creates havoc? Or could you just be like, thank you for acknowledging me and my body. Thank you. Have a great day. You know, a lot of times this so-called harassment continues because there's a resistance to receiving the gifts that the person's trying to offer. I know this is mental. I know that I'm going to get backlash for this. This is all my point of view, and this is not the point of view of Inspired Choices Network. This is all my point of view. My point of view is that what if we could actually receive whistles and in the receiving, it it actually can, um, in a way, the person is like feels received, so they don't feel compelled to keep going and keep going to pay them attention. You know, if you're willing to walk around uh, being like absolutely stunning and people can't keep their eyes off of you, um, and yet you refuse the attention, are you a little confused? Like. If if I was, you know, and I was even like trying to walk around looking fantastic and I didn't even get an ass grope or I mean a bum grope, sorry. I didn't get groped like at all. And I was like, I can't believe I'm not getting groped. And so, you know, it's all right. I, you know, I'll get over it. I won't be mad at the people, but I can receive that I wasn't groped. But to actually be able to receive like a, a random bum grab or 
like a whistle, I'm in. I'm all for it. Um, probably because I've never had it. You know, I get I, I can get so-called random uh, bum grabs, but that's usually after I've asked for them um, or initiated. So maybe maybe I'm a sexual harasser. I don't know, but usually I just gift them and walk away. So or offer and walk away. So. And perhaps that is harassment, perhaps it's not. I'm not really sure right now in this 10 seconds because I'm exploring this topic today. The topic of give a little whistle, which uh, came up because, you know, there's a song, give a little whistle, <whistles> give a little whistle, <whistles> and all the world, something, I think it's a Disney song and like all the world will come to you or something I have to look up those lyrics right now, but I just know the give a little whistle part. And uh, I thought, well, that's so playful. And how do we make the whole thing of whistling at people so terrible and awful and uh, demeaning? And so guess what I did? For those of you who don't know me, you don't know my love of researching crazy topics. Crazy topics are fun, like... The origins of whistling at people. That I found fascinating. So what did I do? I checked it out. Now, whether this information is valid or not, I'm using it tonight because I liked it. So I wanted wanted to check out what the origins of catcalls were. Because I get that, you know, I've heard the reference of, you know, when a woman walks down the street... Generally, it's a woman that's walking down the street and the construction workers start doing the whistling. Generally, that's the scenario we're looking at because um, we're just going to be totally stereotypical tonight. <laughs> and we, um, yeah, I laugh at my own jokes all the time. So uh, when the say the, the you know the woman's walking down the street, the guys are giving a little whistle. Now, the origins of what a lot of people call that is a cat call. And so I had to look up the origins of that. And the origins of it are actually uh, something completely different. Of course it is. So this is one This is one variation that I got on uh, some history, the origin of the catcall. Now, the first known use of the catcall was way back in 1693, used in the world of theater. Members of the audience would often indulge in uttering derisive and jeering whistles constituting the cat call to express their disapproval of a specific actor. The shrill cat call was meant to be heard on stage to target the said speaker and actors and cause them to untold discomfiture. Now that, I like that word, discomfiture. It was common for unpopular performances to be subject to catcalls. Maybe the catcall acted like a weapon for the audience to vent their derision and disturb the performance. That's the history of the catcall. So it's funny. Um, it was meant to be jeering. It was meant to, uh, you know, upset people. It was meant to, like, evoke anger in them. And guess what? It, it's evoking anger in people these days. The whistle... Uh, is actually evoking anger in a lot of women, possibly men too, are feeling angry about it. Possibly they're feeling angry because women are being angry at them for doing it. I don't know. There's so many ways that could go. So 
it it was a lot yes exactly in the chat room it was before the days of microphones and it was so you know being loud so that you could give your feedback to the actors and yes it probably was a little uncomfortable for them and though again if they were willing to receive it and their energy you know all their barriers were down and they were willing to receive the judgment of the cat call uh, would that have evoked their, you know, their upset that would continue to have more cat calls coming at them, or would it have dissipated the entire thing? So I think when you are a person who is either on stage, in the public eye, being highly visible, whether that means that you're uh, walking around strutting your stuff, being highly noticeable. Um, you know, when you are in those positions, um, choosing to be vulnerable, not as a weakness, like as a vulnerable as in I'm weak and meek, vulnerable as in you don't have your barriers up and you're willing to strut your stuff, be seen. Um, when you truly have your barriers down and you are in those roles, then the people who are criticizing you or critiquing you uh, will not have the impact on you that they otherwise would if you felt like you had to um, agree with them or disagree with them or that you believe their point of view was more true than what you actually know. So, you know, this works along the lines for so many people, uh, you know, even in jobs where you may be getting critiqued by your bosses uh, or whatever. And it's like if you bring your barriers down and you just kind of like, you know, breathe for a second, just breathe and expand yourself, your being and, and be present, um, you might find that you can move through it a lot faster than if you go into a freakout zone. Um I know lots about freakout zones. I, I still have them. Um, had one today with a computer. I was like wanting to kill it. So I get the freakout zone. Um, I don't get it so much with people anymore. Just sometimes with programs, it pisses me off. So, you know, I'd like you to like play with the idea of what is it you are and aren't willing to receive from others. And if one of the things that you aren't willing to receive is a whistle, then what would it change in your world if you just began to even consider and be willing to receive that? Um, how much could that change for you instead of refusing it and denying it, going, no, 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 no. Um, would you be willing to acknowledge that they're acknowledging something about you? So let's head off to break. And when we come back, more exploration on Give a Little Whistle. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life. 
and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yalanich, and tonight the topic is Give a Little Whistle. Uh, looking at and wondering about whistling and how it's received and when, when it is we will receive it and when it is we will refuse it. Um, there's so It's so funny because, you know, in, for so many other uh, animals, and we're just going to categorize ourselves as animals for a minute, um, because we are, and uh, even though we think we're better than them at times, what if we are just taking it down to the base animalistic uh, level? And a lot of animals do have a mating call. So I didn't go looking them all up or anything. I'm just aware of that, as I'm sure you are too. And so what if we as humans at some point we did have like a mating call and maybe it was the whistle? Um, you know, that doesn't mean you have to like turn around and want to smash a guy's face in for whistling at you or smash a like woman's face in for whistling at you. You might just be like, hmm, mating call, interesting. I don't have to, you know, jump on that body part for, you know, 20 minutes or anything. Like, I don't have to do that. I could. I'm just choosing not to. Thanks for the whistle. So it's, uh, it, it could be, you know, it could be kind of fun to actually have new, maybe there's a new mating call that's out there that we haven't discovered yet. Possibly our old mating call of whistling is no longer working because we've decided that it was so wrong and bad and almost evil. It's like something that we have to not do because it equals harassment on all levels. Um, which is funny. Like you could whistle in a song. That's okay. 
but if somebody was dressed up in high heels and a skirt in front of you and that same song came on and you accidentally whistled, you might be sued for sexual harassment. So, you know, but don't do it is what I'm saying, because who needs to be sued for sexual harassment unless you like that sort of thing and get off on it. In that case, choose it, because I'm all for choosing what works for you. So I thought, what is what is it then? So the origin of the cat call was actually the theater. What is it that we are doing that maybe it's not actually a cat call? So many questions I had wandering around my brain tonight. So they actually call it wolf whistling, and boy, I have to say, brand new information to me, never heard of the term wolf whistling, wolf whistling until this evening during my fantastical research. Wolf whistling, and now this one, or finger whistling. Now, I thought that sounded a little dirty, but then I read about it and I understood what they meant, which actually means, you know, uh, the where the fingers are inserted Above the tongue, I needed to give a little break in case you were wondering where those fingers were inserted, but they're actually inserted above the tongue to produce a louder and more penetrating tone. And and I'm going to reread that again, and I'm going to take out some parts of the sentence. So there, this type of whistling is where the fingers are inserted to produce a louder and more penetrating tone. Do you see how if you remove the word above the words above the tongue in there, how it can just turn into something completely different? Of course it can, right? So, you know, that's sexual harassment. I'm so if you guys feel like I'm sexually harassing you, okay, cool. That's just interesting. A wolf whistle is a resonant sound commonly made using this whole technique with the fingers above the tongue. Stick those fingers and insert them for a more penetrating tone. I know that when fingers are inserted um, in a certain way for me that I do create a more penetrating tone. So probably true. So the wolf whistle is actually something that is considered very much uh, sexual harassment, even though originally women um, kind of like enjoyed it at one point historically until we decided it was very, very naughty and wrong. Um, and it was, you know, to indicate that a woman is physically attractive. Of course it is. And that's why I'm a little offended that I've never had a wolf whistle slash cat call. Seriously, people, bring it. I'd like to get as many cat calls coming as possible. Okay, bring it. Thank you, universe. Okay, according to uh, Adam Edwards of the Daily Express, the wolf whistle originates from the Navy general call made by a boatswain's pipe. The general call is made on a ship to get the attention for all hands on board announcement, right? So... Uh, just all hands on me announcement, not quite, but it's all hands on board announcement. Sailors in the harbor would whistle the general call upon seeing a sexy, attractive woman to draw fellow sailors' attention to her. And it was eventually picked up by passers-by as well, um, but they weren't really knowing the meaning of the whistle, and it got passed on. So, though some people feel that that explanation wasn't really... um, Accurate. I like the explanation, so I'm going with it. Um, and one of the there's a the whole idea that 
sexual harassment, um, there's a confusion between sexual harassment and flattery. Um, and that's why, you know, I had to read this article too, because I was like, well, I'm insulted that I'm not being whistled at. So I get that, um, I get the whole thing that maybe whistles are flattery and that other people would see them as harassment. And what if all of it's just a very interesting point of view? So, you know, if it's measuring a person's hotness, I definitely would like more cat calls, honks, and whistles. I'm all, I did get a few honks back in the day, um, in university, and here's a great story, and it relates to, um, my birthday actually, which is coming up soon, and my friend, friend of mine, who is my, uh, university roommate, um, and she's coming to visit me from Australia in about a week, and so, actually almost exactly a week, so, uh, so she's on my mind, and so this story relates. And when we were in university, we were walking down the street celebrating our birthday, um, and naturally we were wearing fishnet stockings because it was 1996, and that's what you wore. Uh, you know, mini skirts, and um, and in the bad part of town, you know, across from Detroit in the Windsor area, on the in the nasty side of town, and. You know, that's what we did. We we walked around like that and we did get a few honks and we did get a few offers for money. Um, and even at the time, I wasn't really insulted. I was kind of like, wow, I thought we were hookers. Not bad. I I was kind of like impressed that we would, people would consider paying us for sex. But my, my friend was um, the best feminist I ever met ever. And she was like ready to throw all kinds of uh, fabulous literature in their face about how wrong how wrong their actions were and how we should totally be allowed to walk around in fishnets and not be expected to be whistled at. Um, and I was kind of like, hey, we got we got honked at. Yeah, not whistled at. We got honked at, uh, which was great. And I'll take more of that. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing her and. I'll probably uh, honk the horn as she drives into the parking of my house and then whistle at her as she walks in. So we'll see what that creates. And and if I do see you ever in person and you would like me to whistle at you, I will try my darndest if that's something that you would like. Because I think everybody would like a little. Looking good, sister. Looking good. Sexy pants. Like I don't, What I'm not understanding is who wouldn't enjoy that. But I guess there are people who don't. Maybe they get it a lot, so they're bored of it. Um, and for those of us who don't get it a lot, we would like it, so bring it on. So how about now, instead of whistling at all the people that you only find hot, just whistle at everybody. Because what if we're all just super awesome, beautiful, and uh, we all deserve a little flattery once in a while? So I've got some friends in the chat room who are all about receiving more whistles. And uh, why not? How fun is it? Let's whistle at everybody, because why not? If we're all doing it all the time, is that sexual harassment, or does that become the norm? And is that kind of like saying, hello, have a nice day? It's like, nice job, good looking. You know, if we just walked around telling everybody, hey, sexy pants, how you doing? How's it going, good looking? Um, 
would it even be sexual harassment anymore? I think it's because it's not done enough that it's become sexual harassment because we're only gearing it and using judgment as a way of deciphering who gets the cat call and who doesn't. But if it's all an interesting point of view and everybody can receive the cat call or wolf whistle or honking or, or uh, you know, n- nice pants or nice skirt or nice bum on you, Awesome. You know what? As much as your brain might be going to, that's so wrong and so awful, I dare you to check your body on this and see if your body actually likes being whistled at. See if your body actually likes being complimented, being told uh, it's sexy, having people like stare at it. Check with your body because if your body's liking it, Get your brain out of the way and start receiving. Because our brains are so righteous at times and we can be so brilliant and so stupid in the same five seconds. You know, we can convince ourselves out of receiving so fast, faster than freaking lightning we can convince ourselves out of receiving. So instead of that, we have an option. What's behind door number one? I'll check it. Oh, it's receiving. Yes. So, if you're bo- check with your body. When somebody's whistling at you, if somebody's complimenting you, if somebody gives you a goose egg, you know, a little goose egg on the bum or a little um like I was dancing and accidentally rubbed my friend's breast twice on purpose not on purpose sort of on purpose um because everybody deserves to be flirted with. And um I, I'm thinking that it was like, and I was like, ooh, touched your breast. And she was like, yes, you did. And I was like, thanks. It's actually my friend that's on this um, station as well, Petrina Fava, who has a show, Messy Adventures in Living. Um, so, yes, I got to stroke her boob gently. And um, very, it was, and if she's listening in the future, which has happened before when I have mentioned her on the show, and she'll write to me and go, Oh my God! And I'm like, yes, I mentioned you. <laughs> so, so no, those pictures were not posted on social media. Um, it was very dark in there, so you know. Um, and you know, and she was kind of like, oh no, thank you. Like there was no insult. You know, when you're truly willing to receive anything, person could stroke your breast, and you don't want to punch them in the face, and you might find that your body actually enjoys it. So, and from some people, it may not. And from other people, it may enjoy it, right? So it's not to cut off every whistle is nasty and awful. So I'd like you guys to check on those energies, check on what that is. And you'll know, you're brilliant, all of you. So we're going to head off to a break. And when we come back, more on giving a little whistle and what is sexual harassment anyways, after these messages. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich. And the topic of give a little whistle came to mind as I was kind of bummed that I wasn't getting, you know, my bum groped or being whistled at. And um, it's all good. I'm going to find a way to receive that and have people whistle at me more often. Um, thanks, universe, for bringing that um, to my awareness. That's something that I actually, my body desires um, when reading information about what is sexual harassment, um, sexual harassment is is when a person is not feeling flattered, apparently. The idea that um, women should be flattered by this behavior is offensive, apparently. So real flattery is a behavior that is humanizing and requires actual communication with the person, not a random sexual comment thrown at a person by a stranger. Um, quite frankly, I get random sexual comments thrown at me on Facebook, um, all the time. I mean, they're in, in like writing, um, and I receive them and I'm like, thank you for thinking that I would enjoy that. That's sweet of you. Cause my face says, send me a picture of your genitals. That's what it's asking for. And also my face is saying, um, that I would like to receive an email that says, what exactly you would like to do with your genitals on my face because that's what um that's what we do nowadays that's how we we operate um it's not really about asking the person if they would like it but giving it to them you know giving it to them straight up um so i suppose i've been sexually harassed and didn't even know it and didn't even care should i be offended that i don't even care should I be offended that I'm not offended? Okay. For right now, I won't be offended that I'm not offended that I should be offended. Um, 
and or should I? And I'd like to discuss more along the lines of what is what is really sexual harassment? And when we were on break, I had this like phenomenal idea, um, and I'm owning it live, so I actually have uh, inte- intellectual property rights on this as of right now. Um, and um, all my friends are going to actually be creating; um, they're going to be part of this organization. So. My friend Keisha can do this in Texas. Um, my buddy Christine, who's listening, we're going to co-create this. It's actually going to be um, going into workplaces and teaching about sexual harassment and how to receive when somebody sexually harasses you and what's the difference. And to literally learn how to check your body. If you pull your barriers down and you don't have a point of view about the person, like if it was somebody that you find sexually attractive and they whistle at you, you might take it as flattery. If you find them so-called unattractive because you're um, mean and you have a lot of points of view about bodies and you're just unkind in general and you just think the person's not attractive, so, ooh. Um, if you're going to be that kind of bitch, that's fine. Uh, or you could just, like, barriers down and receive from everybody. How much more kind would that be? Um, and we're going into, uh, yes, the art of receiving sexual harassment. Thank you, Keisha. That is a fabulous title we can go into workplaces with. And um, I think it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I get that there is a huge market for it. It's, it's sexual harassment done different or sexual harassment done from behind, bend over. Bend over, we're coming in with sexual harassment. Um, not sure how we're going to present this exactly to workplaces, but I get that it, there's a huge requirement for it because we've gone so extreme. We've gone from this place where it was okay to flirt with people, uh, where there might actually be a possibility of creating uh, friendships, relationships, a little fun on the side, a little... Uh, lunchroom pleasures, you know, where there was that available, you know, those possibilities were there. We've eliminated those possibilities of like going into the gym at work and getting some action. We've like that sexual harassment. You can't do that with your boss anymore. Where has the world gone to? So think what we require is we require a whole other way of looking at these things. And one of the ways that we could look at it is how much fun could I have with this? You could go into work. You could, you know, re- you could actually welcome sexual harassment and ask for it. I have actually um, started a sexual harassment in workplaces. It's one of my talents and capacities to uh, feel people up. And I worked at a place, and everybody there that knows me still, 15, 17 years later, will still be like, I miss your bum grabs in the morning. They enjoyed it. If I worked in any other environment at the time or now, I would be sued. I would be fired. Um, I even grabbed my boss's bums, um, and they loved it. And not only that, it actually started uh, that people would hug each other in the morning. Like They wouldn't go to the extreme of grabbing bums because they knew uh, that was my particular role was to be the bum grabber. Um, 
so they honored that, which was really sweet of them. And they would, they would still hug. Like most everybody would, you'd come in, our boss would hug us, our, our um, assistant boss would hug us. And what a phenomenal way to start the day. Like where, where did kindness go? We turned it into harassment. We started to refuse receiving people and it just turned into a giant pile of poo. Um, and I'd like to, I would love to work with people in places where you could walk into your work um, and you, it would be okay to hug your coworker if they required it and it wasn't going to be an issue. And it wasn't forced on you that you have to hug, but it was available for you if you'd like to. Um, you know, how much of our days could actually be a greater kindness like to our bodies it could you know the stresses that could come out of your body if you were allowed to have actually be allowed to touch somebody asking their permission like is it okay if I touch you and then upon receiving uh, permission that you can because we're not even allowed to ask that the question itself is harassment I was talking to uh, my husband lover about the whole uh, not getting my bum grab he said you know probably even asking to have your bum grabbed by somebody is considered sexual harassment. I'm like, you know what? You're right. He, and we both agreed, like, we don't know where the world's come to. It's just gone mental. So I'd really like to have more love in the world and more kindness to bodies and uh, hug optional workplace absolutely would be so awesome. And what if it wasn't sexual harassment for the love of Jesus on the cross um, it's so not sexual harassment. It's actually, a, it can be a super kindness to bodies. And, you know, if, um, and, and I was, and so, and so grateful to the people that I did work with at the Omega Center when I worked there that were willing to let me be me. Um, cause it would make my day that I could go in and touch bodies and not get fired for it. It was so nice. Um, I think I'm autistic in a way that it's like I require a lot of touch to function. Um, you know, there's autistics who don't like it. And I think I got a lot of the qualities of the ones who require it, like a lot of it. So um, perhaps I'm a medium functioning autistic. How's it get any better than that? But I could find out more about that on the show that's coming up after mine on uh Dancing with Consciousness, they're actually having a show tonight on uh, ADD and autism and stuff like that. So, yeah, maybe I'll listen in and find out how autistic am I really. Yeehaw. So, I, I wonder, this humanizing word cracks me up too. Real flattery is a behavior that is humanizing. Humanizing. Humanoidizing. Um, what is humanizing? We are infinite beings and we have bodies. Uh, so if you are acknowledging the being and you're present with the being and the body, then would one of the greatest gifts we could gift is to acknowledge the body, the beauty of the body, the gift that the body is, and receive from it and gift to it. And if that is like, Maybe it starts with silent recognition and acknowledgement. Maybe it starts with an energetic contribution. You know, 
there are sometimes there are uh people who even try to give compliments and they come and they energetically have this like thing behind them that's actually like a uh, a jab, right? It's not even a sarcastic thing to uh, to kind of wake you up to create more. It's more like a a jab that's meant to be biting and and harsh. Um, kind of like, oh, when you wear that, you look like a little kid. Like that is kind of like a meant to be kind of a stab in a way. Um, so there's that, and then there's like where you know you're there's completely other ways that you can be um complimenting people or giving a comment to the body that's kind like wow you look beautiful today so there's an energy behind them is what i was saying so what energy are you being when you feel like you're being sexually harassed what energy is the other person being when you perceive that there's sexual harassment and and truly, is it sexual harassment or are you refusing receiving uh, as certain things? So if you're willing to receive this person who's sexually harassing you, so-called quote-unquote sexual harassment, if you were just to be like, thank you, thank you for acknowledging the beauty that you see in me and like saying it out loud, like that takes courage and balls to say what you just said about what you'd like to do to my face with your genitals. I'm grateful for you and have a nice day. So that is usually the, uh, when I send emails back on social media to people who are letting me know what they'd like to do to my um, anal sphincter and to my uh, face or my mouth or whatever, I usually am just like, wow, that's creative. Thank you so much for considering that and like being willing to gift my body um probably get one or two of these a day on average so it's it's sweet and not even listeners to the show which blows my mind um which is why i like to think if my face does say send me a picture of your genitals does my face not also say give a little whistle darn it holy so right exactly thank you keisha (laughs) so it's uh it's funny how you know certain things over time have become so so wrong. It's like no wonder when I went to this club on the weekend, the Spanish dance club that it was all like grade 7 again, guys on one side, girls on the other. Well, heck, these guys probably can't even ask a woman to dance, you know, close with bodies like in the way Spanish dancing is kind of, you know, dirty fun dancing. Um they could get slapped. They could be refused. They could be... And I look at this and I feel for men because men actually are like standing there like really desiring like whether it's dancing with each other or dancing with a woman or the women are desiring receiving as well, like receiving somebody going, would you like to dance? Or they're desiring asking somebody to dance. But everybody's in this refusal mode and nobody's willing to receive squat from anybody. So... What happens? You get the grade seven dance happening, and I think this this dance club was actually like a a great fine example of what's going on on the planet. Of you know, so now what do we have? We have all these dating apps that basically create sexual harassment. Just the nature of them. So uh, I think 
I actually completely missed my break. So we can go to break now if that's okay. And we'll come back and I'll talk more about sexual harassment and whistling. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone with my very controversial topic of give a little whistle, which has a lot to do with sexual harassment these days. So when is sexual harassment uh, really something that you would like to address? Like, when does it become an issue? So I think some things to be aware of for you is to really check with your body. So have your barriers down. Notice next time when somebody is doing so-called sexual harassment, whether it's uh, through online dating apps and people are sending you requests to do things to your body and um, or if it's like on social media in any way or if it's in public, uh, if you'd be willing to like pull your barriers down. And by that, I mean literally just go barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down until you notice that you have a bit of more of a calm in your body and you feel more expanded, uh, expanded as in you feel more ease. So so start from there and then just kind of check and go, okay, body, would you like to receive that energy? Yes or no? Like your body will know if it would like to receive the energy that's coming at you. Like I was saying, like I get stuff on Facebook all the time about things people would like to do to my body parts. And if I ask, truth, would my body like to receive that energy from such and such a person? Sometimes my body's like, yay, thank you for the flattery. And sometimes my body's like, yeah, no, I'm going to pass. And it's not that it's about that person is wrong or they're harassing me. It's that my body isn't desiring the energy that they're gifting. So what do I do? I will thank them anyway. I'm like, thank you so much for like for writing to me. Um, you know, appreciate your whatever, like whatever words come out at the time. I don't have a standard that I write, but I do receive it in a way that I, and I don't own it and I don't like go, oh yeah, they're so right. And they were so nasty. And they were like, I don't have that like conversation that happens after. It's just like, oh, cool. Interesting. 
Um, that energy doesn't jive with my body right now. This energy does, just like sometimes orange juice jives with my body and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, that same person could write a, the exact same thing on another day and my body will be like, hmm, thank you. I'll, res- I'll totally have that and that feels fun. And sometimes it's like I'll receive that and and I'll let it go. So, um, So check with your body. Does your body actually enjoy the energy that is coming for it um that's being gifted to it through this um comments or whatever whether they're verbal or written or pictures or whatever um you know or touch you know if somebody's like touching you and grabbing you ask like does your body actually enjoy this because all of this stuff around sex um, and sexual harassment really has to do with your body not your being I know what a revelation. So if it has to do with your body, my friend Danielle Carter always says, if it has to do with your body, ask your body. She's a genius. She also has a radio show on this station called Right Body For You. And really, if it has to do with your body, ask your body is one of the greatest pieces of information I ever got in my life. And so even sexual harassment has to do with your body. So ask your body, does it like it? Now, if it doesn't, you can always just, whatever it is you would like to say, but I dare you to pull your barriers down, receive the energy. Um, You can just say, thank you, but I'm not interested. You know, whatever works for you. Um, chances are once you like give gratitude to the person, they're generally done. All they want to do is be acknowledged. So if you're willing to acknowledge, they generally are done. And if they aren't, then guess what? You have other tools at your hand, like kill energy, which is really fun. And I'm sure you've done the kill energy before. You know, if a kid is like trying to get across the street, running across the street in front of a car and you're like, stop, um, and that person stops, right? It's like, stop, or, you know, that thing's going to kill you, or I'm going to kill you for even doing that. Um, being like this intensity of being, you can be that energy and put it into words, and people will perceive it. Um, so, if you need lessons on that, my mother is like top-notch expert on doing kill energy, uh, even when she's not trying. It's one of her talents and super abilities that she, she's just natural. So, um, and then, yeah, so once you've asked your body if it actually likes the energy coming at it, I dare you to play with it and see then what is true for you. What is sexual harassment to you? Does your body actually enjoy this? And what is, it's going to be different for everybody, what sexual harassment is to them. So I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in today, listening in uh, now and in the future to this program. Um, Next week's topic is going to be on I love you to death. Looking at all the ways we say crazy things that actually create crazy things uh, in our relationships. So thank you. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.